Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 192. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, But the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Some additional exciting news. This month, I am launching my new website, scottmlynch.com. I wanted to create one central hub where each of you could easily navigate my offerings, especially given that I now offer multiple ways to refine your mindset. We've put a lot of work into this, and I can't wait to share it with each of you. It's gone through a major visual overhaul and we've added some exciting features. You'll be able to book one-on-one sessions directly through the website, sign up for my free weekly newsletter, explore some motivational merch that'll be launching, and the most exciting part that I've been quietly keeping under wraps, I'll be launching a course this year and you'll be able to access this through my website as well. More details to come. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. 
we make around 35,000 decisions per day. That's almost 13 million decisions in a year. But amongst all of these decisions sits five that are the most critical. Five that dictate the greatest change in our lives. So what are some of those decisions that can influence great change in our lives? And how do we navigate towards those decisions, the right decisions? Number one, hope versus fear. One creates growth while the other breeds regret. I'm sure you can guess which belongs to which. Hope is strength. It's a strength, the foundation for any relationship and any belief falls on the foundation of hope. That relationship can be with a dream that we have, our goals, our ambitions. Hope gives us a reason to believe in the impossible, a reason to believe in something bigger than ourselves. There still lingers this idea that having big dreams or big ambitions is far-fetched and unrealistic, that we should set our sights on something more obtainable, something smaller and doable. That mindset needs to be crumbled like a scrap piece of paper. And here's why. When we set this low bar for ourselves, we are merely stretching our safety net ever so slightly. And by doing so, we fail to truly learn. We fail to put ourselves through the gauntlet of growth. Now, that's not to say that we are learning nothing, but we need to recognize the delta of knowledge between just lightly stretching our capabilities versus feeling the discomfort of growth. A great similarity here would be physically stretching. If you stretched every morning, but just to the point where it was just enough, where you felt a little discomfort and only did a few stretches, sure, three months down the road, you'd be more flexible and limber. But what would happen if you dedicated the same time, but instead you pushed yourself to a point where you felt uncomfortable in each stretch, and you stretch twice the amount of muscles. Sure, it'd take longer in those moments. You'd feel that pain. But three months down the road, you'd be a lot more flexible. And if you took the individual that did just enough, a few stretches every morning, and stood them beside the individual that pushed themselves each morning to the point of discomfort and stretched twice the muscles, who do you think would be more flexible and limber? Our lives are no different. Discomfort breeds growth. So extending ourselves into that discomfort zone only increases our opportunity to grow greater leaps. This has a compounding effect. Fear is that little voice that tells us we can't, that doubt, it hurts too much, we are incapable. What happens if it doesn't work out? Fear is an emotional reaction to an 
welcomed experience. When we train our minds to understand the power of acceptance, the power of struggle, what it helps us accomplish, we can let go of this fear, the fear of not being worthy, the fear of not being able to overcome that particular goal, the fear of having too big of a goal given the large gap of uncertainty. When we allow hope to override fear, we meet opportunity. Hope suffocates fear every single time. Number two, create versus consume. Let's think about the power of creation for a moment. Everything that we use on a daily basis was created by somebody. From the phone or computer you're listening to this on, to the platform you chose to click play on, to the content you're hearing now, creating is in our DNA. It allows us to view and solve problems more openly and with innovation. Creating opens our minds. It allows us to open the passage towards purpose. Whereas consuming acts as a distraction. It allows us to bury and avoid the present. Focusing, forcing ourselves to avoid what really needs to be addressed. Our emotions, our fears, a project, homework, a difficult conversation with our spouse, avoiding society, avoiding being still and comfortable with ourselves. This consumption is a security blanket, one that's weighted and only becomes heavier with time. And it becomes heavier because we continue to ignore and address the core things that need to be faced. And unfortunately, this is a way of living for many people. And many struggle to truly accept this. Because this consumption mindset is so common in our society. Now, I'm certainly not saying that we can never consume. As with anything in life, it comes down to balance. But in the case here, the balance leans three quarters of the way towards creation, not consumption. We are not alive to merely consume and die. That sentence alone should make us question why we choose to consume, why we feel better consuming than creating, or why we think that is the case. Because this is simply a mirage. We are alive to live, to love, to find passion, and then turn that passion into action. That allows us to feel fulfilled, to feel a part of something larger. To create is to live. We need to make sure that we are creating our lives. So ask yourself, am I consuming for the right reasons? Am I consuming more than I'm creating? If the answer is yes, you'll struggle to achieve the things you want to achieve in your life. Tap into creation as much as possible. Remember, creation allows us to navigate towards our true potential. 
Number three, giving versus taking. Giving is a strength. They say the more you give, the more you get. In fact, in studies, they found that the old adage, it's better to give than to receive, it's correct. Spending money on others or giving to charity puts a bigger smile on our face than buying things for ourselves. Research also has shown that giving gifts results in longer happiness from the act. We sustain the pleasure of a new experience every time we give to others. Hedonic adaption makes it hard to continuously enjoy spending money on ourselves. Think about it for a moment. Do you ever get more joy from giving rather than receiving? Have you ever taken something from someone and immediately regretted it? Have you ever given someone something and immediately regretted it? Giving and adding value to others will always drive greater happiness than taking. This intention not only has a way to drive our happiness, it also drives a return for us. When we truly give without the expectation of anything in return, it always has a way of coming full circle. I'll give you an example. My intention with this podcast has always been and will always be to simply add value to each of you. My mission is to encourage each of you to look inward for elevation in order to see the best in yourself. With this intention always as my top priority, I receive the most amazing messages from you guys, knowing that each of you are shifting your habits, your perspective, your mindset, finding happiness in your life, finding purpose. These things go beyond anything else I could have ever imagined. It means each of you are loving yourself more, treating those around you better, making an impact in your world and in others. Those things have a lifelong effect, a domino effect. That means that ultimately each of us creates a better world. Now, naturally, the return for me is simply knowing that. Just as each of you take these lessons and deploy them in each of your lives and impact the next person, this giving always has a way of coming back around, opening up greater opportunities, being introduced to people you never thought you'd get the opportunity to engage with, places you never thought you'd get to visit, a job you never thought you'd get to apply to or be part of, starting a business you never thought you would start, events that you never thought you would be able to attend. The list is endless, all because it started with giving. Most people take what they can't get for themselves, and they fall into this trap because it's faster to take than it is to give. But giving is the ultimate trophy, and patience is its cousin. Give, give, and give some more. Number four, mindfulness versus mindless. Mindfulness is a strength. 
It means that we are focusing on being intensely aware of what we're sensing and feeling in the moment without interpretation or judgment. When we are mindful, we are able to recognize and honor our thoughts and feelings as they occur. And because we live in such a busy and noisy world, this has become somewhat of a superpower. Living in the moment and making rational decisions is freeing. It's empowering. Unfortunately, so many people mindlessly waste away their lives. While some people take the wheel and change the world, change their reality, change their situation, change their environment, being aware of our decision-making in the moment separates the good from the great. Being mindless means that we make unconscious, irrational decisions. We become distracted with our endless to-do lists and the stress of daily life. Mindlessness is essentially living our lives on autopilot. If you've ever driven somewhere and got to your destination only to realize you don't remember how you got there, you have been on autopilot. During these times, we often zone out of the present, caught up in our thoughts about the past or the future. This mindset tends to take us to a place where we see the bad in everything because we are ignorant to the present moment, all the good that is happening around us. We take time away from now. The only place the past should live is in the past. It already happened. To allow ourselves to pop out of the present and give away our current time is the worst trade we could ever make. When we are mindful, we are regularly checking in with our emotions and allowing ourselves to feel whatever comes up. We allow ourselves to feel fully immersed in the present moment. We take note of the simple moments that bring happiness. We allow ourselves to feel a sense of peace in the present rather than getting caught up in the past or the future. By checking in with ourselves regularly, we can break this cycle. By practicing gratitude, we can allow ourselves to acknowledge the good as we receive it, sucking us away from the past or future and placing our feet on the ground. Number five, struggle versus surrender. Struggling is actually a massive strength. Struggling is not defeat. It is a potential power that is waiting for us to use it, to unlock it. We need to learn to embrace hard times because they create the ultimate strength. Struggling is a clear indication that we are in growth mode, that we are facing challenges that we have never faced before. And because we've lacked that exposure, we experience struggle. But that does not indicate weakness. It does not mean that we are incapable, that we are not worthy. It means that we are facing walls that we've never climbed before. And finding those footholds while holding ourselves upright makes our muscles twitch a bit. To struggle is to live. Life 
is a constant battle. This is the weight of life that allows us to lift heavier weights. It allows us to be wiser about how we lift those weights. When we quit, that's when we lose. When we start to tell ourselves that we can no longer push, we are telling ourselves that we are not capable, that we are not worthy. And here's why this is so dangerous. Not only do we lose faith in ourselves during that moment, we lose faith in ourselves the next time we face a challenge. Because at the back of our mind sits this thing called doubt. Because if we struggled before and tossed in the towel, what will this time look like? Surrendering means surrendering to a lot more than just that particular challenge. And I want to be clear here. There is a difference between surrendering to the moment, like accepting a position we are in, accepting reality, accepting a lack of resources to face a particular challenge. That type of surrendering is connected to acceptance. Whereas surrendering and throwing our hands up in defeat is a physical and mental way of saying, I can no longer do this. I am incapable of doing this, which is just not accurate. You are capable of doing so much more than you think. But in order to realize that, we need to be willing to climb those tall walls. We need to be willing to make ourselves struggle. And the only way to lose is if we quit. The only way to lose is if we limit ourselves through our thoughts. Never give up on yourself. Never give up on your dreams. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five decisions that will change your life. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.